I will tell you this one thing more about the man who gave me all. Toward the end of his life, certain people decided that Gramps had gone senile because he chose to put aside his Bible and its judgmental God. Instead, he chose to worship one great live oak tree up high on the far hill behind his ranch. One quiet summer afternoon, while sitting under that tree, he told me that there is no need for deeper truth than the truth of this tree. And so, let it be. Questions for Open Discussion of the High Heart Theme Beyond Pure Entertainment, a purpose of this book is to stimulate much-needed group and seminar discussions about the following key themes. Number 1. Considering the climax of this novel, do you think the author is personally for or against people inventing and using psych-tech software to improve the human condition? Do you look forward to med-tech inventions and products that will wipe out negative emotions like depression and anxiety? Or would such medications make us less human? Question 2. The author openly admits to using cannabis as a valuable creative tool during certain stages of fiction writing. The unique style and depth of this story reflects the subtle influence of the cannabis muse. Based on your reading of this novel, do you think that the mindful use of cannabis is a plus or a minus in creating significant literature? Also, what is your opinion on reading a novel while high versus not high? Which takes you deeper? Question 3. Jack's father, and several other characters in this book, are dead set against corporations developing new mind modification technologies. But several other characters are pushing for high-level mind control employment. What's your personal opinion about letting a handful of corporations or governments develop and control new mind manipulation systems. Optimally, how should all of this be approached? Question 4. Given the chance, would you yourself want to buy and use non-drug psych-tech mood manipulation software to regulate and hopefully improve your emotional and cognitive experience. Who would you become if you did so? More conscious or less conscious? Question 5. Pockets of radical, violent groups throughout the world are right now performing atrocious terrorist acts against innocent families and religious communities. Would you support a government use of resonance-based mood alteration tactics and cognitive weapons to subdue terrorist mentalities? Do you trust Russia and China, for instance, or even Google and Microsoft, 
never to secretly use such satellite-based psych tech. And question six. Jack and Mahalena at times seem to communicate with each other, both brain-to-brain and heart-to-heart, from a distance. Michael and Abierta also display this ability. Throughout this book, there are subtle instances of transpersonal connection and communication. What's your experience and opinion concerning such extrasensory phenomenon? Are they fantasy, or are they potentially very real? Question 7. This novel reads very much like a movie. Do you enjoy this merging of novelistic and cinematic techniques, or would you prefer a more traditional narrative style? Were you able to readily imagine the lucid dream computer graphics dimension of this story? And question 8. Mahalena manages throughout this novel to maintain a special quality of mindful, heart-centered responsiveness that she's been taught by her teacher, Abierta. What do you think of Mahi's mindset? Is it real and attainable, or just a fiction quality beyond human experience? Did you identify with her spiritual approach to influencing action situations? Or did you want her to do more when threatened? If, indeed, violence begets violence, does her non-violent stance make sense to you as a quality to emulate? Question 9. Which characters in this story do you most identify with? And do you find the bad characters to be possessed by an evil force in the universe? Are they to be dealt with as bad guys to eliminate? As psychopaths who need psychiatric treatment? Or, quite simply, as people with alternate approaches to life? Question 10. The entanglement laws of quantum mechanics indicate that everything in the universe is influencing everything else. Ancient yogic masters came to the same conclusion. In this story, the jade phallus seems to carry an intentful imprint from the past that can actually influence the present moment. What's your opinion regarding the power of occult ceremonial objects and rituals? And what was the message in the climax of the novel when the power of the Jade Phallus was finally released? Question 11. We are very close to developing implants and broadcast software that subtly alter the resonant fields in the emotional realms of the brain. Also, remote focal attention software is coming soon. Probably there's no stopping this, but we should start talking about our looming future now. What laws and regulations, if any, should politicians and psychiatrists initiate 
to ensure public oversight to guide, limit, and control the coming psych-tech revolution. Question 12. Here's a fun twister. Would you say that you yourself function mostly as a vastly complex bio-robot with pre-programmed attitudes and predictable reactions that can perhaps be reprogrammed? Or are you a truly mindful, free-thinking, independent human creature with a soul and able to respond spontaneously and appropriately to each new situation you encounter in life. Question 13. Beyond all the tech elements, High Heart presents a female hero, Mahalena, who risks her life and love in order to live in a qualitatively new way. Did she resonate with you? Does she carry a vision and purpose in her heart that you also enjoy focusing upon? Was she a valuable role model for you? Is this where we want our world society to evolve toward? Or do you disagree with her basic sense of spiritual engagement and transformation? Question 14. The Jade Phallus after which this novel was originally entitled, packs a powerful presence throughout the story. This is a plot openly exploring the universal realm of human sexuality in relationships, religion, science, politics, and business. The story challenges a number of our cultural assumptions about sexuality, pointing toward the Alanueva breakthrough into a more balanced, humane, enjoyable, and insightful integration of sexuality into our world society. What personal ideas, hopes, visions, and yearnings did this tale of the Jade Phallus evoke within you? Question 15. The intimate first-person narrative of High Heart mixes intense inner feelings and revelations directly into the swirl of an action plot. In contrast to the parallel thriller flow of non-stop action in the author's earlier Higher Forces novel, this deeper vision of the story begins and ends with a focus on heart-to-heart relating and complex inner transformation. As a reader, do you prefer this level of intimate first-person engagement with the characters, or do you prefer the more standard third-person thriller format of Higher Forces? Would you perhaps find it interesting to read both versions of the story, as they end up presenting really quite different climaxes? And finally, question 16. In the hopefully upcoming movie or miniseries version of this story, who do you see playing Mahalena? Playing Jack or Bernardo? El Maestro Ursula or Abierta? Furthermore, would you want this film version of the story to be shot as traditional action suspense thriller or perhaps as deeper cinematic art 
and transformation drama. I do hope that these questions help to stimulate a deep discussion on these themes. If you have any ideas or suggestions or insights or whatever, please go to my author website, johnselby.com, and I'd love to hear from you. A la nueva.